0: hi dad hi there how is it going
1: good i uh i i almost did it an hour early on accident and then i <laughs> forgot <laughs> so.
0: running a little late but here we are. but here we are how was your day it was good great we went to the church and uh they uh had those gifts for the foster kids today, didn't as many show up as it did last year. Well,
1: um, there's uh, that's a good that's probably a good sign,
0: yeah, yeah, it could be very well. Could so be,
1: yeah, we're down to a three percent national unemployment rate, and two percent of them are living homeless in California.
0: Mm-hmm. Isn't that pathetic? Yep, so. That's because it's encouraged there. Yeah. There's benefits
1: for being that way.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So. Uh, England sure had some changes. Yeah. I
1: I saw a little news there. It shows that uh, the nationalist movement rose up and uh, put Boris in office, huh?
0: Yep, and they kick the bad people out. Amen. Uh, I don't know where I've told you not, but there are 25 million Christians who have not registered to vote. Oh, I believe that. That is totally sinful. Yeah, but we don't have
1: any preachers that are preaching that from
0: the pulpit. That's that's <laughs> what, that's right, exactly. Yeah, we do. We got one. Yeah, we got one.
1: <laughs> and and we don't and we don't have the preachers that'll that'll get up there and uh, and talk about what's right and wrong either.
0: I uh, we uh, went to a I think sixteen or seventeen church meeting one night uh, in the in the group we're in. You can have that. And uh they brought it out emphatically what was right and wrong.
1: Cool. Well, we're getting more of that. Yes. Hopefully, uh by God's grace we'll continue in that direction.
0: I think so. Yes. There's Aaron. Okay.
1: Hi. Hi, Aaron. And- and I've got Jacob and Raiden sitting here with me and Mom's
0: over here in the chair too all
1: right well let's uh let's get the party started
0: let's roll. let's let her roll okay
1: Father, thank you for this time together as a family to read your word to to gather together and to exhort one another to encourage one another and uh Lord, I pray that tonight your your Holy Spirit would descend upon us, would would just open up our eyes, open up our ears. Holy Spirit, teach us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen.
0: and amen. Okay. No.
1: So tonight we're in first Timothy five. Okay. Uh verse sixteen. And we're gonna finish the chapter tonight. All right. Uh if God wills. Sorry. Chap- chapter and the book, right? Uh well there's a chapter six in First Timothy. Okay.
0: Okay, that's right. There is.
1: And there's a lot of good stuff in chapter six. Yeah. So I think we're gonna we're gonna spend a little bit of time in chapter six if we can, especially if we can get a discussion group going. Right. And then second Timothy is really full of good stuff. Yeah. So Yeah. Um anyway, first Timothy five, verse sixteen. Remember last night we were talking about widows. What's a what's a what is a real widow? A widow indeed, right? And about the church's obligation to take care of those who couldn't take care of themselves, not the government's obligation. The it church, not yeah. So so that was one thing that separated Christians from the rest of the world back then, was that the Christians would take in those who cannot who could not provide for themselves. And the rest of the world didn't. They yeah. let him lay out there in the street and die. Yeah. Um, and now we have good old Uncle Sam. Uh-huh. who is Who can play God. And take from everybody. Uncle Sam's not giving anything. Uncle Sam takes it. That's right. And then redistributes a portion. That's to that's those. Who Uncle Sam decides needs.
0: They take most of it by graft, by graft and give a little of it back to them.
1: Well, that's right, and 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 then a a lot of those people who are receiving those benefits are not truly in need. Yeah, exactly. They're capable of working. They're capable of contributing to society. <laughs> and God's word says, if a man will not work, don't let him eat. That's what the word says. Okay. First Timothy five verse sixteen. If any man or woman that believe that believes that believeth or, or any believer in Christ has widows, let them relieve them, and let not the church be charged, that it may relieve them that are widows indeed. We talked about that last night. What that means is if if anybody that, that, that is widowed has family. Let their family take care of them. Right. So that the church can take what, re- what limited resources it has and use those resources on those who truly need help. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those that labor in the word and the doctrine. For the scripture says, Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treads out the corn. You're right. And the laborer is worthy of his reward. So they have these elders <coughs> in the church that spend their time in the word. Yes. And they exhort others as they found some peace in the old scriptures and the Torah. In the, the, now, remember, they didn't have the New Testament. They were preaching Jesus from the Old Testament. Yes. And so that as they found in the Old Testament doctrine that pointed to Christ, and they came to the revelation that that's what the doctrine had been talking about, that it was talking about Christ, that it was pointed to Christ. And then they could see the mirrored image of that uh, prophecy in the Old Testament having come true in, in their current days. They they then took that they documented that they brought that forward to the brothers and sisters in Christ, and and then maybe somebody else would be the one that would go up there and preach it. And, and so their job was they they were just steadily, uh, digging in and studying in the Old Testament scriptures, and and realizing or letting come to life all of the prophecies about Jesus. Yes. for the scripture says thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treads out the corn and the laborer is worthy of his reward against the elder receive not an accusation but before two or three witnesses I, I want to stop and talk about this how often in church do we have somebody that comes up and they complain about somebody else in the church and they stir up strife and all kinds of other problems? <laughs> and this, not only this verse from Paul, but see what Paul is talking about here is he, he's talking about the Mosaic law. He's talking about God's natural law that you wouldn't receive a complaint against anybody by the testimony of one. Didn't exist. That's right.
0: Two By or the three. Test- Go ahead, Dad. Two or three. Exactly. Yes,
1: By the testimony Testim- of two or three, <laughs> it shall be established. So, if you didn't have the testimony or two or three, you weren't supposed to bring it forward. That's right. And and here's and look at verse twenty. Here's what Paul says to do. Then the sin rebuke them before everyone. that others may have fear yeah he says that right after he says anybody that brings a complaint against one of the elders so in other words if somebody comes and brings a complaint on their own stirring up trouble they were to be rebuked in front of the whole church and i guarantee you if one of those troublemakers those busybodies that goes around the church does all that if they were rebuked in front of the whole church you know what they're gonna do they're gonna leave the church They're going to leave. And if we did that today, we'd have a whole whole lot less problems in our church.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that thou observe these things without preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. That's right. In other words... Don't pick the elders because he's a retired oil man and he gives a good tithe. Not at all. Don't uh, take preference to those who have (coughs) banking backgrounds uh, to, to uh, put them in charge of the office of one of the, one of the areas in the church. Correct. Or somebody that's a, that's a prominent person, a doctor or a lawyer. And uh, and we want to uh, cater to their personality and their supposed finances. So we put them in a position of honor in the church. That's right. That's not the way it's supposed to be.
0: It is not to be a popularity contest.
1: It's not. But unfortunately, it it, it, unfortunately often... it is lay hands suddenly on no man or or don't hastily lay hands on any man neither be partakers of other men's sins keep yourself pure drink no longer water but use a little wine for your stomach's sake and your often infirmities or your digestive problems Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment, and some men, they follow after. Uh, I have my own interpretation on that. I'm going to read verse 25, and we'll jump back to that. Okay. Likewise, also, the good works of some are manifest beforehand, and, and they that are, uh, that are otherwise cannot be hidden. So, so here's my take. You guys know what my take is on sickness And and on the illness and and on these diseases, um, they're afflictions. They're afflictions due to our own shortcomings, to the places where we miss it. But thanks be to to Christ, we are no longer under the law of sickness and death. Now, there are times when you're going to find yourself in an affliction and you're going to and I'll tell you, if you find yourself in an affliction and and look, your dad is just uh, afflicted. Right now, coming back from an affliction, you're going to find that there's an area where you've missed it. God. And you left a door open. As as did I. And and once I repented for that, that door is closed. And and those things no longer have any authority over me. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And I believe that applies to everybody and i and i'll and I'll appeal to you right here where Paul is talking to Timothy. He says, "Don't drink just water, add some wine to it for the stomach's sake for your often infirmities in your stomach okay so so obviously Timothy had some problems, some digestive issues,
0: yeah,
1: okay now the very next sentence, Paul says. Some men's sins are open before all going, going before them to judgment and some men they follow after and they find out what they did afterwards. Right? So I, I would assume that what he's saying to Timothy is, look, dude, I don't know what you've done wrong. Only you know what you've done wrong. Some men, their sins out in front of everybody and some they find out later. It, it's revealed to them in time. Right. Just add some wine to your water. Suffer with your infirmities. And you'll find out where the open door is. If you just listen to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Eventually you'll find out where the open open door is. If you have an open mind to it. If you have an open heart. You're going to find out where it is. And you can close that door. And I've wondered that about myself. Amen. But I, I, And, I, and I, I believe to some. It's out there in the open, and to some, we 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 will face it when we face it. We'll answer for it when we answer for it. Will Holy Spirit will reveal it to us in Holy Spirit's good time.
0: I really think that's where I'm at. And and
1: and and when we face it, we can close the door on it. Yeah. In the meantime, what he's saying is, hold your faith. Amen. He's in, he's at he's not discouraging Timothy when he says this. He's encouraging Timothy. What he's saying is, look, don't beat yourself up. Right. Don't beat yourself up, and don't let your faith fail. Don't let your faith fail because you've got this affliction. Yeah. Instead, deal with the affliction with the with the means with which you have at hand. Be strong. Thou, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And when Holy Spirit reveals to you the open door, immediately repent and close it. And sometimes Holy Spirit will show you the open door right there on the spot. And sometimes it'll be a year later. And sometimes it'll be five years later. Because your heart wasn't in the right place to understand that open door at the time. And so sometimes there's a process for us to go through before we can understand that open door in such a manner that we'll repent for it and and close the door. And I believe that a lot of those for for, for folks I, I, in our day and, and well, also for, for the folks in the time of Timothy and Paul then. They had been taught, All the Judaical laws, yeah. They were Pharisees and Sadducees. They had been taught all these things, and so they some of these things that were open doors to them. They had a very hard time getting their head wrapped around because everything that they had been taught said that that mentality was righteous. So they had to unlearn the taught righteousness and learn the righteousness of the holy spirit and and that's where we're at today we have so many things so many predispositions that we've been taught by religion that tell us that that's what's right that's what's righteous that sometimes we have to stumble over our own feet for a good long while before we suddenly realize wait a minute that's what the church says is righteous but that's that's not righteousness to god yeah and 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 then we can and then we can deal with it and i and i believe the sequence of those sentences the way that it's written for timothy that that was an encouragement for timothy despite the fact that he had an affliction that he was fighting off an affliction and paul himself had a thorn in the flesh
0: right of so which, he, of which he never got rid of exactly, so so
1: paul himself Paul himself had a thorn in the flesh that he had to deal with,
0: and so he knew well what it was to carry an infirmity well, and two he said, "I prayed for it three times, exactly, and God said, "My grace is sufficient for you, amen." And I really believe, in a sense, I may have a sin that I've not confessed. I, I, if he shows me, I will. But I believe that it's for the glory of God. Amen.
1: And I believe you have the same thorn in the flesh that Paul had. Your eyesight's gone. Yep. And and you and you've you've suffered with it, and you've and you've done very stoically exactly what paul did he just continued on encouraging others with the means to which he had to his disposal right amen and and uh so anyway dad i'm i'm done i'm turning it over to you okay
0: oh father it's good to be on with our family who all do we have on tonight?
1: We got Jacob, Brayden, and me on this. Aaron,
0: week. Elise is asleep. All right, and Aaron and Santa she tried. And Momo. Well, Father, we thank you for the Word. How how we ought to grasp. Your word Lord, and take and eat it that we might truly Lord be your servants without a doubt, without fear. trust in you Lord in your Holy Spirit to teach us. Father, thank you that uh, you have graciously blessed this and this this podcast. Eventually, Lord, we'll go many places. We're asking you, Lord, to bless. I pray your blessings over Maria and Skye. I pray, Lord, that you will just uh, put a heavy heart on both of them, Father, to walk in faith with you. I lift up Elise, ask God to bless her. Bless Aaron, Jacob, Braden. Tannis, John. God, you will move in this family and do a mighty work, Lord, through each one. They will become warriors for you, Lord. I pray for Gwen. I pray for strength. I pray for health and for her future in you, Lord, because that future is growing. We ask you, Lord, to be with all these foster families, Father, that brought children to the church today to receive gifts. We ask, God, that you do a mighty work, Lord, through them, through the children, and all that are involved, Father. And we just give you praise, Lord. We know there's many, many families. I understand that in San Antonio alone, there are 25,000 children that are either in need of foster care or in foster care. And I pray, God, that you would send forth people who will take care of these children and bless them while they're recovering, Father. And Father, I pray, Lord, that you would continue blessing this nation. You'll bless your people, Father. And, Lord, it, it bothers me that 25 million Christians aren't even registered to vote. That is so, so sinful. And I pray, Lord, that all who are in this condition will repent and turn from their evil way and seek your face. And, Lord, vote your will. We pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would stir them up, Father, and stir all of us, Lord, that are already registered to do what's right in your sight. We ask your blessings over our president, your protection, your strength, and, Lord, bring honor to the office of the president. I thank you, Lord, that the Supreme Court has already knocked down one of the things, one of the accusations, Lord, that they were going to uh, bring against Donald Trump, Father. I thank you, Father, that your will is going to be done in this. Father, I come against the evil that has taken over the hearts of many people. I come against the demons that stir up trouble. And I'm praying, Father, that you will confuse the enemy, just like you did in front of Jehoshaphat. So many other cases, Father, where you confused the enemy and they destroyed themselves. Father, this is what can take place so easily. Because, Lord, each one will turn on the other and turn each other in to protect their own hide. I ask, God, that you will protect our Congress and our Senate our judicial system, our churches, our armed services. I pray for the border that you will continue, Lord, uh, the beautiful things that our president has done there. I ask God that you will protect those who protect this country. Pray, Lord, for your guidance, your direction in every state. And Lord, these states that have allowed poverty and control of the enemy. I command that they be loosed from this, that you will fill, Lord, your will and your direction in every state of this union and guide our hearts, Lord. I pray for the peace of Israel, that you will bless this country. I pray for England, Lord, having thrown out the evil there father by a big majority and we give you praise and honor ask your blessings over this night and each one a good night's rest in jesus name we pray amen amen Amen. y'all be blessed all right you two guys love you love you good night family love Love you night i
1: love you love you mom